This is the 137th episode uh, of 100 on Carbon Finance. And here we're going to talk about depreciation methods, right? But uh, we're going to focus on the reevaluation model in particular, right? So um, I'll talk about the international and the American rule. So uh, the former first, uh, uh, the IFRS allows companies to use the reevaluation model or the cost model uh, to report the carrying amounts of non current assets on the balance sheet. Uh, reevaluation results in the carrying amount of an asset reflecting its fair value. Uh, by way of contrast, uh, uh, under the American rule, uh, and I'm not talking about civil procedure, right, uh, only use of the cost uh, model is permitted, right? Uh, so a key difference uh, between uh, the reevaluation, uh, civil procedure as it pertains uh, to, what, what is it, uh, uh, awards, right, I think? That's the American rule. So uh, a key difference uh, between uh, the reevaluation and the cost model is that uh, reevaluation allows for the reported value of the asset to be higher than its historical cost. Uh, under the cost model, on the other hand, the reported value uh, of an asset can never exceed its historical cost, right? Uh, the IFRS allows the revaluation model to be used for certain classes of assets and for the cost model to be used for others, uh, so long as two conditions are met. First, the company applies the same model to assess to assets uh, in a particular class, right? And second, uh, whenever a revaluation is performed, uh, all assets in the particular class must be revalued. Uh, the revaluation model may also be used to value intangible assets, but only if uh, an active market for the asset exists uh, where its fair value can be determined. Uh, under the reevaluation model, uh, whether a reevaluation affects earnings depends on whether the revaluation initially increases or decreases the carrying amount of the asset class, right? So uh, let me unpack that a bit. So if the, uh, a reevaluation initially decreases the carrying amount of the asset, when, well, uh, then the decrease uh, in value is recognized as a loss on the income statement. Uh, later, if the value of the asset class increases, then the increase is recognized as a gain on the income statement to the extent that it reverses a reevaluation loss previously recognized on the income statement against the same asset class. And any increase in value beyond the reversible amount uh, will not be recognized on the income statement, but adjusted directly to equity uh, uh, through the revaluation surplus account. So that's the first scenario uh, in our algorithm where a, a revaluation initially decreases the carrying asset. What about the second part of the algorithm where the revaluation is the opposite and increases the carrying amount? Well, uh, the increase in value bypasses the income statement and goes directly to equity uh, through the revaluation surplus account. Later, uh, if the value of the asset class decreases, uh, the decrease reduces the revaluation surplus to the extent of the gain previously recognized in the uh, revaluation surplus against the same asset class, uh, and any decrease uh, in value beyond the reversal amount uh, will be recognized as a loss on the income statement, right? And that concludes this 137th episode of uh, 100 on uh, Carbon Finance. It's not, of course, ruling at the possibility of bonus sessions.